to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. We're kicking it up again, again, again. I'm joined by my kick here, meaning my sidekick, Mr. Benny Mathers. How you be, Mr. B? Good morning and good afternoon, campers. I'm, I'm ready to go. And for those of you over in Australia, good day. Uh, we have a great show planned for you today. Lynn McTaggart joining us here today. Many of you know who Lynn is, but in case you do, let me, in case you don't, let me share a little information. Um, you know, I, for me, my introduction to Lynn's work came in the form of her first book, um, The Field. And, and so when I sat down and I, and, and I looked at this book and I read this book, I thought, oh my gosh. This is absolutely amazing. You know, how is it that this woman has been able to identify the connection that we all have, the power that we have within to actually create the lives that we want? And then, of course, uh, she followed that up with the intention experiment. Now, the intention experiment is not just, it's not simply a book. It is, of course, a book. However, it is much more than that. You know, it is about the power of small groups and how those groups can heal. The intention experiment is using our thoughts to change your life and the world. So Lynn is going to be joining us in a few minutes. We're going to get an update from her about the book, but even more importantly than that, about the intention experiment, uh, who is involved with it. Uh, what's happening with it. I know that all of us were thrilled on September 14th with the launch, uh, Unity Church's 11 Days of Unity. And, and so there's so much we have to talk with her about. I also want to mention that, you know, being having this book and reading it, and actually it's not the kind of book that I pick up and I read and, I, you know, and, I, and, and then I just put away. It's the kind of book that you want to have in front of you because there are so many nuggets in here. For example, zero-point field. What is that? What does that mean? But there are so many things in the book that we talk about that she talks about, uh, including the body and its functions or the breath, the thoughts, uh, a mantra, and peak intensity, and how all this relates to how we shape our lives. This is such a breakthrough uh, in terms of written material, that what we know about Lynn is that the book has been hailed not only by people like myself who have read it, but it's chosen by Amazon readers as one of their 100 top reader favorites for 2007. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Amazon or I don't know if you're familiar with what that means, but I know you're familiar with what it means to set an intention. And so we are thrilled and honored to have Lynn joining us here today for several reasons. One, to give us an update on, uh, on the intention experiment, uh, to give us an update on the people that have stepped up to help with this. And as she has traveled the world, to find out from her what she has discovered, what people are saying, 
you know, has her life changed in any way since she has taken this on? And I mean taken this on. Because when you set your when you set the target as high as she has to bring us into the realm of blending science and spirituality, there is a lot, a lot to absorb and there is a lot to do. Lynn McTaggart joining us here today. Lynn, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, Dr. Pat. Great to be back. I can only imagine what this has been like for you. <laughs> well, um, doing the peace intention experiment in particular was an interesting journey. That's still going on. I, I want to get an update on that because I think all of us have been uh, waiting and thinking about this. I know certainly, uh, you know, the last show we, we did together, we were telling people about it. And, uh, and I would love to hear from you uh, what you've discovered. Well, first of all, I discovered the whole process was pretty hard. Um, I thought it was going to be a breeze to just to find a place in the world that had, you know, that, that regularly tracked violence. So I started, you know, looking at groups that are involved in peace, figuring that, you know, they must know people who track this and that this must be happening all over the world. It, it, it was so difficult to find. I mean, I started talking to um, uh, a, a Swiss piece in Switzerland, and then I talked to Uppsala University, which used to do this and now doesn't, and another university in Vancouver, which used to do it but no longer does. I even found a counterterrorist unit that exists in the State Department in America who does it, but when, doesn't have a phone number. So I had to track down the phone number, and, you know, my background as an investigative reporter really came in handy here because I finally tracked down the phone number, finally got hold of them, and the woman who I got hold of at this place, which has a online tracking system, but it wasn't up to date, and that's why I was calling them, uh, first wants to know my name, my address, my social security number, and everything else on God's earth, just to, uh, just to tell me then after that, uh, why do you want this information? And no, you can't have it. So I'm sure I'm on some State Department list as a crazy person for wanting daily terrorist activity in some place around the world. So finally, and this is very interesting, um, we were trying to work out a target. And remember, this with this peace intention experiment, we wanted to target a place in the world with a lot of violence and to send intention to lower that violence. And so... We were looking and thinking, and my husband turned to me and said, why don't we do Sri Lanka? Because that place uh, is one of the worst places for civil war. It's got a terrible terrorist activity. And when I looked into it, I saw they actually have had more suicide bombings on that tiny little island than anywhere else in the world. Oh, my so gosh. So I thought, well, this is perfect. And as it happened, I finally got hold of an organization and a person called Dr. Kumar uh, Rupasinghe, who's kind of the Gandhi of, of Sri Lanka, who has been spearheading all sorts of groups that, that um, support greater coexistence between these two civil, you know, warring part, uh, parties. And he's got a foundation for coexistence, and it so happens they track data. So finally got hold of them, and he was delighted to do this. And so we set up an experiment, and I wanted just a pilot because I had to find out whether, you know, all of our website stuff would work, whether peace intention would work in any case, and this was just a tryout. You know, it was a big leap for us. 
So I got hold of a group. I had one group, and that web group fell through. So my other group organized it in the last two weeks before the experiment. It was quite hairy. But they did it, and it worked. We had some problems with sign-ups, but it did work. And we had, although I didn't advertise it anywhere, because I just wanted a little... I just wanted a little tryout. It all of a sudden went all over the net, and in a few weeks, we suddenly had uh, 15,000 people signed up from 80 countries around the world. So it was quite amazing. Well, and yeah, I, I mean, you know, what we're talking about here is uh, you set an intention, though. So this is kind of what I love about when you and I get together. I, you know, we both have these little ideas, uh, you know, that start out as, and certainly uh, you might have thought it as a little idea. The intention experiment to me, uh, you know, felt like it was just an enormous opportunity for people. But I know exactly what you're talking about. We're going through that right now with the holistic makeover that started as a little idea why do you think lynn and and we're going to talk about this in a minute we're going to explain to people what intention experiment means what intention means but why do you think in in all that you know and all that you do why do you think so many people were drawn to it um well i think because they just love the idea that you know we all have the power and that we you know we have the ability and the power to um you know, to uh, to affect change, to change mm -hmm. the world. And so I think it was just very exciting for people to think that, you know, I, you know, you are not powerless, you're not alone. And also the whole idea of group intention, because, you know, uh, intention as practiced by most people is a, is an act of self-gratification, you know. Yeah. I'm going to intend for more stuff, mostly. And so I guess what I, what I think would appeal to people is that I was looking at it in an altruistic sense and saying, you know, if one person has this effect, what happens when lots of people get together? Um, and can we, you know, do we have do we have real power together? And I think people were excited about that and the idea of getting together to change things through our thoughts. So, um, and I think people like the idea of it being participating and being part of a scientific experiment. So I think that's probably what, what happened, and it, was, it came at a really good time when people were, you know, and now, particularly, people are, you know, it's not too far-fetched to say that the me generation is just finished. I really think that, Lynn, you know, what you're talking about here is so amazingly powerful that, uh, you know, this is really the beginning of something much bigger. I know you know that. Uh, I want to take a sh short break when we come back. Lynn McTaggart joining us here today, the author of The Intention Experiment. Uh, we're going to be talking about The Intention Experiment. We're going to be talking about what does this mean? What does the idea of looking at consciousness and, and holding consciousness, how does that actually translate, transfer, transmute into matter? Well, I've got the person that can talk all about that today. Lynn McTaggart joining me here today. We would love, love to hear from you if you've got a comment or question for Lynn, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are you a social artist? Do you feel your work is about something bigger than the field you've been playing in? Do you want to make a difference on the planet? 
and in your community? If so, the three-day Gene Houston Introduction to Social Artistry Workshop, Friday, October 31st through November 2nd, in the Seattle U District at the University Christian Church, is the right place for you to be. Gene is one of the great teachers on the planet today. You'll learn, stretch, grow, and laugh on your way to becoming a social artist. For the Grandchildren is presenting two events with Gene Houston, including a public event on Thursday evening, October 30th, at Seattle Unity Church, prior to the three-day workshop. Registration and more information can be found at forthegrandchildren.org. That's forthegrandchildren.org. Or call Victor at 206 838 5176. That's 206-838-5176. Publicity, anyone? Are you thirsty to learn how to help your business take flight with the power of do-it-yourself publicity? Register now for this October 17th workshop. You'll learn to invite local and national media attention to catapult your product, service, or idea to a higher level of fabulous. Publicity trainer Nancy Jutton and... Get booked on Oprah Expert Susan Harrow will be your guides for a half day steeped in insider secrets, tea, and all the chocolate you crave. Register now at nancyandsusan.com. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub, Danielle Rama Hoffman, and world-renowned harpist Peter Sterling for a sacred sound journey to Egypt, February 2009. Picture yourself meditating to magical harp music inside the Great Pyramid, luxuriating on a Nile cruise, and exploring sacred temples in private visits for travel that expands your consciousness and opens your heart. Call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Does how you think affect how you feel or what you have? Do you want to achieve outstanding business and career goals, have a better relationship, or improve your health and fitness? In the excuses and get immediate results with the help of HUNA, ancient wisdom, modern application. What if you could attract money and abundance to you like a magnet? Donate excess weight and maintain your ideal state of health or create the kind of relationship you've always wanted. With HUNA, you'll discover how to eliminate disempowering beliefs by using self-empowerment tools. Join Matt James December 13th and 14th in Seattle at the HUNA Prosperity Weekend. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com to register. This incredible workshop is only $95 for a limited time. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Negativity and fear, two staples of talk radio. Well, we figured we'd try something different. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is such an important conversation. Lynn McTaggart and I are going to be with you talking about intention uh, for the entire hour. And the reason that this is so important is that this is a time right now for all of us, me, Lynn, Benny, all of us out there, to know that there is power in setting intention. There is an enormous power, and it's not just a chit-chat, a conversation, definitely not that for Lynn, because what she has done is she's taken this out into the world in a way 
first of all, in a scientific way, and secondly, in a way where she actually is working with people on a day-to-day -day basis to demonstrate the power of what we can do with our consciousness. So if you had had any doubts about consciousness and its effect on matter, we hope by the end of today that you don't. More importantly, we hope that we will be able to leave you with some tools so that you will be able to change your life right now. Lynn, I want to thank you again for joining us. This is really exciting. Well, thank you. I'm so excited about it, too. Um, you know, the interesting thing about this project is that we're learning as we go, both with the large experiments and then the small experiments we're doing in our Living with Intention workshops. Um, we've been, you know, I've been fascinated by the idea of group intention. But it doesn't have to be large intention. Um, one of the things we do in workshops is we put together small groups of eight and we find out who, what people in the audience have healing challenges. And we have the small groups sending intention to them. And doing it as a very close-knit circle. And we are getting extraordinary results. It's really, really quite amazing. So let's talk about some of those results. Because I, what I love is that, first of all, there's a demonstration. We've heard the term demonstration. Uh, and, and I want to talk about this because a lot of people have poo-pooed the movie The Secret. Uh, we, we're having a whole groundswell of people that are actually poo-pooing the whole idea of intention. And, you know, there is a counter story that is, that is absolutely dying to be told. So what are you seeing? What kinds of things are you seeing change? Um, well, we, just about anything. Um, in our groups, as I say, we identify people with healing challenges. Now, usually, because this is a weekend workshop from Friday to Sunday, we have to look at, you know, the short-term change. Um, but we also get reports back for long-term change. Now, there are many instances we've had of people who come in and say, I've had a really bad leg all, you know, for the last 20 years. And they come in the next day and say, my pain is gone or someone else who's had a my constant migraines um and has a migraine just about every morning woke up without a migraine um we had another woman who had an opacity in one of her eyes which meant her vision was you know she was almost blind and she came in the next morning and said my sight is 80 percent restored in that eye now that absolutely blew us away we've had people on the website have have small groups doing healing intention we had a guy called daniel i mean we do an intention of the week every week but sometimes when some of the people are injured in some way or have some problem they use their small groups on the website to send intention and with daniel he had his hands were burned in a gas explosion and his doctors told him he was going to be you know many many weeks in the intensive care unit and he was going to need skin grafts so his wife went to the small group he's part of on our website and said please send intention to him healing intention and he got out of the hospital in six days and his doctor was so amazed by this that he's wanted to study him as some sort of medical miracle. And it's the kind of thing that happens over and over in our workshops. And I'm fascinated by this, Pat, because I think it has to do with the idea of connection and the power of connection and intention. Um, you know, we was, we've been studying what stress is through my newsletter, What Doctors Don't Tell You. And we found some really interesting stuff on this to show that Stress isn't um, 
you know, it's not that the highest stress isn't caused by divorce or mm -hmm. finances and all those things that we think are the big indicators of stress. The biggest cause of stress these days is isolation, a sense of isolation. Oh, my isolation. gosh. And wow. This is so interesting, and it's very interesting about what's happening today because there was another study of the lowest-income Americans, and they were not stressed, believe it or not, by their finances so long as two things were there for them. One, a strong spiritual sense, and two, a strong community. And so this suggests to me that one of the most powerful methods of remaining well and one of the most powerful means of intention is, is community intention, is, is the sense of community. It seems so inherent in our natures, so inherent in our nature, that this in itself seems to magnify the power of intention. So this is what we see. We have people in our workshops, you know, there with total strangers forming extraordinary connections and extraordinary healings. And, you know, they're them and ourselves being dumbfounded by this. And, and, you know, Lynn, uh, for those of you just tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show, Lynn McTaggart is joining me here today. The Intention Experiment is the book, but it's more than a book. It's a movement. It's it, Lynn, what you're sharing is so significant and important for us. Um, I'm not even sure we understand that we are isolated. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, the sense of loneliness, the sense of depression, the sense of separation. Uh, how is it that we can get the sense that we are in this place of isolation, and what can we do about it? Well, I think it all comes back to our scientific story. You know, we, we formulate our lives according to what, the authorities, what scientists, you know, tell us about who we are and how we live. And what they've told us to date is that, you know, we are um, isolated entities operating according to fixed laws in time and space. So we're all a collection of separate objects. Now, the new science shows us this is not true you know, that we are all connected and that we're all interlinked, not only interlinked, but we're also affecting each other all the time. Now, we don't believe that. And so we set up our lives accordingly. We create a certain kind of life based on our what we think we are. We create a certain kind of work environment. We create a country and a planet based on what we think we are. Now, that vision, in my view, is wrong. You know, we are something very, very different. We're something much more in need of connection. In fact, we are connection. You know, that's, that's the sense, that's the essential aspect of our being. And so we need to do no less than, you know, write a new story. And that's what I'm trying to do with the intention experiment. I'm trying to tell people a new story and show people the depth of the power that they have. So, Lynn, uh, you know, it leads me to what m most people might think is an obvious question because, you know, clearly if we can heal the blind, we can heal the economy. And well, I, yeah. I, I, I want to ask you about that because uh, when does uh, intention and consciousness work and when does it not? And the reason I ask that question is because it's almost as if I, after the words came out of my mouth about healing the economy, Right next to that was the thought of how scared people are. Yes, 
Yes. Well, first of all, there is that whole thing of fear, you know, mm. fear. And remember, what, there's a lot of anecdotal evidence to show that you've got to frame intention in a positive way or you mm. create more of the negative. Now, that's not been demonstrated in any scientific sense, but that's certainly the, the lore that comes through in many, many practices. Um, so, yeah, in this fear-based setting, maybe people can't really set up some, you know, set up a recovery. I think there's a more fundamental question here a really more fundamental question, and that is, do we want to go back to that? Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't go back to a sense of abundance and, you know, happiness, but I'm not sure that was there. I know a lot of people got rich on thin air, um, and that, you know, and a lot of other people were overextended into a total amount of credit they couldn't support. I'm not sure that that's an area we should go back to. I think maybe this is going to have a silver lining, but the silver lining is about recreating how we, nothing less than how we live our lives and creating a much kinder and more caring society that's much more equitable. I'm not talking about communism, but I'm talking about something that is fairer to everyone and fairer and and real, you know, and I think, and that establishes much more community. Many societies, many cultures, don't have the wealth of the West. They have well, the wealth of community. And yeah. maybe that's what it's all about. You know, you're bringing up something very, very important. Uh, you know, I think there are a lot of things right now that are being disclosed. Uh, I know that we've talked about what's going on in here that people, you know, we've heard this language living beyond our means as if it was. First of all, I want to say this. When we hear people in in the media talk about living beyond our means, they say it is sort of a disgust for people that do that. And I really want to set the record straight here because for me, when I say that, you know, I know that there are people that, quote, are living beyond their means. Not because they're sitting out there and they're buying, you know, two, three cards, a couple of TV sets. They are trying to make ends meet. But this is an invisible part of our society. These are the folks we don't talk about. And so the question, Lynn, uh, that I want to contemplate while we go to break is how can we use what you talk about, this focused and intense state of of guided intention, how can we use this right now to help each other rise above the gloom and doom, not so we that go back to it, but so we can create a vision of abundance for all. Let's take a short break. Um, and that's the question that I would love for us to think about. Lynn McTaggart, my very special guest today. You can uh, check out her website, theintentionexperiment.com, theintentionexperiment.com. When we come back, Lynn and I are going to talk about how do we set intention what are the steps we can take uh can we truly look at mind over matter and do we need to start with ourselves all of that tools and much more on the dr pat show we'll be right back Alive Expo joins the Dr. Pat Show in paying it forward. This is an idea whose time has come, and Alive Expo has stepped it up by offering free admission. It's the Alive Expo Economic Stimulus, Saturday and Sunday, November 8th and 9th, at the Linwood Convention Center. Enjoy healthy lectures, 
fitness demos, sample natural and organic products, and receive tons of free product samples. Admission and parking is free. This is one event you don't want to miss. November 8th and 9th at the Linwood Convention Center. Visit AliveExpo.com. Discover what the meaning behind sacred spiritual space is and how it can be a healing part of your garden or home environment. Mary Fonts, registered nurse and landscape specialist, teaches about using nature, artifacts, healing energy, and angel readings to create sacred space. A spiritual garden offers methodologies that bring peace and healing to your special place. Call 508-339-5444 and visit aspiritualgarden.com. That's aspiritualgarden.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine, the Bay Area's premier magazine for holistic, alternative, and complementary health. Tampa Bay Wellness informs and inspires you about choices and opportunities for a more balanced, healthy, and happy life. You can find Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine at over 700 locations in the Tampa Bay area or online at tampabaywellness.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine is the natural choice for physical, mental, and spiritual enlightenment. You know of a single-again woman who deserves a fresh start? Tell us why you think your friend deserves to win a three-night Royal Caribbean cruise to the Bahamas. Join us for a wellness getaway cruise for single-again women from February 6th through February 9th. Enjoy uplifting workshops in the morning and beautiful white sandy beaches in the afternoon. Call today. Go to JustGirlTrips.com slash fresh start or call 877-239-2950. See vibrational healer and psychic Sonia Choquette live in Seattle. Sonia shows you how to claim and follow your intuition. Plus, she'll answer questions and give powerful audience readings. How to accept your intuitive gifts is an all-new lecture. See Sonia Choquette at the Washington State Convention and Trade Center in Seattle on Saturday, October 18th from 10 to 5 p.m. Seats are limited, so call now at 1-800-654-5126 or visit Hay House Events. You want to help people in a profound way, and you know that the angels can help. You understand that as one person heals, they create a ripple effect and the whole world heals. Perhaps you're feeling the angels call to start your ripple now. Become a certified angelic life coach and learn how to guide others in their healing with help from the angels. Angelsteach.com offers a comprehensive six-month teleclass training program that can launch you into a career with the angels right from your home. For more information or to register, visit angelsteach.com. This is Alternative Talk, 1150. Got it? Cool. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by the intention experiment, Lynn McTaggart. And, you know, here we are now. We've got a couple things we want to make sure everybody knows about. For those of you that are listening from Cape Cod and Boston, there is an amazing, amazing presentation that you're going to get to experience with Lynn. Lynn, why don't we take a minute to tell folks about the event you're doing on Cape Cod? Okay, well, we are running our very last Living with Intention um, workshop on Cape Cod at the Seacrest Hotel on October 31st through 
uh, November 2nd. So it's Halloween on the beach, and we're even going to have a clam bake that Saturday night. So it should be wonderful. And we've been running these throughout America in this year. This is our very last one before I dive back behind my computer and start writing a new book. So with this workshop, it's been very exciting. We work on what, you know, what intention actually is and get rid of a lot of misnomers about it and misunderstandings. We teach people how to do it. We do a lot of brain training. We help people through uh, all of their unconscious intention. We teach them to become in, uh, conscious of all sorts of um, all sorts of actual, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, sort of sabotaging that that they do, and we teach them to be conscious of it. Um, we we learn about how to cope with. Um, uh, with negative intention, other people's and our own. And we also learn how to focus our our lives so that our whole lives become a coherent intention. And then, of course, we do the kind of group healing that I've talked about earlier on the show. We split up into little groups, and there are extraordinary things and, and little bits of magic that occur all weekend. This is really an invitation for people to experience what we've been talking about, uh, things that have happened in, in the other group. But more importantly, Lynn, I mean, aren't you basically helping people, training people? Every one of these is a way for, for people to learn how to implement the power of mind over matter in their everyday lives. I mean, isn't this what the goal is here? Or one of well, them, at least. absolutely. And in fact, um, you know, what we're trying to do is show people what intention is and what it isn't and how and what the power is and how and the power of the group and how potent that is. Um, a lot of people think of intention as a power thought and they think that, you know, they have one good thought and the rest of the time everything else they're thinking just is, stays locked up inside them. But what we show them is that we're beaming out information to the universe at every moment. And, you know, every last thought you have is, in a sense, an intention. It's certainly heard by the, by the universe. So <clears throat> one of the important elements is just becoming very conscious of what you are sending out and changing that message if it isn't in accord with what you really want it to be. Sometimes changing that message also requires finding out what your subconscious kind of sabotaging is. And we do a lot of work with that. My husband works with me on that, too, and has developed a, a really excellent program for helping people develop a sense of where they, you know, what's the unconscious intention. So, uh, you know, that's one thing that happens. Another thing that happens is people let other negativity get to them, and, and that infects them and it infects their intention. Mm. Let's talk about that because, you know, Lynn, you talk about negative intention in the book. I, I mean, I, I, the, the, one of the chapters that I read over and over again in your book is the voodoo effect. <laughs> I don't know. Do you I think know. I need to learn something here? I uh, well, you know, no, it's the most common question I get asked, and it's why we devote a whole section of our workshop to it. How do you deal with negative intention? You know, mm -hmm. what do you do with it, and what is negative intention? Now, let's, you know, let's talk about that. Sure. Well, a lot of people think intention, negative intention is what comes from everybody else. But, you know, you have to always think of yourself as a relationship. And if you do, you understand that, you know, that most negative intention is within you. And also a lot of people think, well, a lot of stuff 
really, you know, bad happens to me. And they don't actually think about what it is they're sending out all the time. I'll give you a wonderful example of this. Um, you know, usually people have a nebulous message to the universe, or they have something that they want, but they're not very specific about it. So um, Heather Mills McCartney, for instance, was really desperate to be rich, uh, uh, famous, rich and famous at any cost. And that really was the message she gave to the world. Now, she she got what she wanted. She bagged one of the most wealthy and, and famous people in the world, Paul McCartney. She married him. But once she did, the British press, which are pretty unforgiving, started looking into every last corner of her life, and they dug up all sorts of scandals about her participating in porn- pornography and um, being a, a hooker before she met Paul and all sorts of stuff. And ultimately, she ended up getting divorced. Now, she's famous very famous now, but really almost infamous. You know, she's a, she's a laughingstock in the UK in a sense. So she got what she wanted, but in a, you know, in a really negative way. So sometimes you have to be careful what you wish for. You know, sometimes you have to be really careful about how you frame things. And, you know, it's really interesting because I thought about you last night. I was driving from my office to get ready to do my six o'clock show. And, uh, you know, I've had my cell phone for over a year, and I've had some difficulty with um, uh, with the cell phone. The battery was dying. And I found myself driving in my car and having the battery dying, needing my cell phone to be working. And so I, I went to plug in. But, you know, in my mind, I'm grousing about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out loud talking to anybody in the car. But in my mind, I'm doing like this little grousing about it. I'm like you know, complaining to myself, more or less. Plug the charger in the phone. I've done this a million times, by the way. Plug the charger in the phone and within just a nanosecond heard the phone zap and that was the end of the phone. And, and fortunately, I was very close to the, you know, the Verizon place where I was able to go in, get a new phone. And here I am getting ready to go out of town. And you came into my mind. <laughs> and I said to myself, oh, this is good. Lynn McTaggart tomorrow, tomorrow. And I now have had my own little intention experiment. Isn't this interesting? But, and, and, I, and then I said it kind of jokingly. But then I thought about it. And I was sharing it with a, a friend of mine. And she said, don't laugh at that. And yeah. I thought, yeah. Is it true, Lynn? I mean, this is really the question. Mm-hmm. Some people will say, you know, Pat, that was coincidence. Other people would say, there's no coincidence at all about it. And I want to ask you, Lynn, can you please describe for our listeners the degree of power we have to create that kind of change? Well, I, you know, I think that we are creating change at every moment. The degree of power is something I'm testing, and so I can't really answer that for you yet, Pat. I'm trying to find out, you know, can we, can we lower violence in Sri Lanka? Can we, um, can we you know, um, in, can we cure cancer? I'm seeing amazing things going on in my work, in my workshops. I'm seeing people you know, who were nearly blind get healed. I'm seeing people who are in constant pain get pain stopped. I'm seeing people who were in motorcycle accidents, um, you know, be 85% healed in a few percent in a few weeks. And, you know, the doctors again calling this a medical miracle. So we're seeing some of that, but 
I like to stay with the science. So the science that we're doing with our intention experiments is really designed to tell us how far we can go with this. Um, what I am seeing, though, is that we're doing all kinds of extraordinary things in a scientific setting, like just getting a group of people together and making plants grow faster with our thoughts, changing uh, basic components of water with our thoughts, changing, you know, maybe even lowering violence. I mean, our Sri Lanka study, we need to look at it much further, but the initial uh, results we're getting are, you know, for just right around the experiment, we had a big increase in violence that happened over the week of the experiment, and then it plummeted to 48% lower lower so i don't know what that really means we have to look at it much longer over a much longer distance and do a lot more statistical modeling but it's very interesting and if that's the case then you know we must roll this out to a much bigger canvas and see how far we can go but on an individual level i mean i've seen those kind of synchronicities myself if you want to call them that I mean, I had the same thing one time when I, last year, I had that kind of a negative thought for a minute, like, Mm -hmm. I'd like to lose five pounds. And I got stomach flu almost immediately after I thought that thought, and I did lose my five pounds. So, you know, it's, that's the kind of power most likely we have. But as I say, it's something I really want to test out to confirm. Well, and, you know, we're going to talk about this today because, you know, Lynn, uh, what I realized is that I, I really, I spent a lot of time thinking about that moment. I really did. And I reflected back to the to your book because I knew you and I were going to talk today. And I was really struck by the chapter that you have on peak intensity. And I would love to share what that means, what that is when we come back from break. Because when I reflect back at that moment in my car, The thing that I am most struck by, even though to some people listening, they may be thinking, oh, that's just, you know, plug it in the cell phone, no biggie. I was very, very focused about this phone. I was extremely focused about it in that moment. Uh, And I remember not only what my thoughts were, but I remember my emotional state. When we come back, Lynn McTaggart joining us here today, The Intention Experiment. The website is theintentionexperiment.com. When we come back, Lynn will talk with us about intention exercises and what she means by peak intensity so that we can not burn out a cell phone, but tap into the electrifying power that we have inside us to create the lives we desire. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and you've probably heard me talk on the Dr. Pat Show about how to be wealthy and to be happy all at the same time. Well, guess what? I just wrote a new book called Secrets of the Millionaire Inside, and I want you to have this book so much that here's what I'm doing. During the months of September and October, I'm offering a special promotion on my website where if you go to the stores and buy the book, then I'll give you absolutely free six CDs full of information. Check out my website, formulaformillionaires.com. Hi, this is Dr. Pat with important news for anyone concerned about older-looking skin. Revitalize the water within and even old, dried-out skin can look young again. 
water gives skin its elasticity. And now, thanks to Ageless Secret, a water energizing skin spray, you can change the water within. I proved its energetic claim by doing a test with a glass of water, and it amazingly changed the water through the glass. When I sprayed the Ageless Secret on my skin, its powerful water energizing effect dramatically improved my skin elasticity by 50%. This is the most incredible skincare product I've ever seen. And there's more. The muscles on your face give your face its shape. The Ageless Secret gently tightens those muscles and reconditions them so you get better results with every bottle or your money back. You've got to see this for yourself. Call 888-424-4247 or visit agelesssecret.com. A recent mineral discovery is conquering many killer diseases that plague mankind. Sound too good to be true? Listen to Jim Humble tell about his discovery of this miracle mineral supplement and its global health applications in fighting cancer, TB, malaria, antibiotic-resistant forms of staph infections, and many other diseases. Also appearing will be Dennis Richard, author of Your Health is Your Choice. This may be the most important health show you've ever heard. Visit MMSDR.com. That's MMSDR.com. MBSConnect.com, Mind, Body, Soul, Connect, is an innovative and interactive wellness resource company. The mission of MBS Connect is to help America be well by providing easy access to progressive programs, products, and providers. MBS Connect is building networks of wellness providers nationwide using all types of modalities who want to be part of the wellness revolution. To find a provider in your area, call 888-398-9287 or visit mbsconnect.com. For years, I was searching for a church that spoke about God in ways that made sense to me, in ways that recognized my struggles in life and then helped me find solutions. I found that church. It's the Center for Spiritual Living, a wonderful community that is helping me build a better life and a better world. Each Sunday, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis inspires me to create a world that works not only for me, but for everyone. Honoring all paths to God, the Center for Spiritual Living is located just east of University Village on Sandpoint Way with three Sunday services. Visit online at spiritualliving.org. It's better than a sharp stick in the eye. Way better. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Uh, Lynn McTaggart joining me here today. You know, I shared that cell phone story, and Lynn and I were talking about it during the break. But for me, it was a reminder, truly a reminder, of what we can do to set the intention in the direction that we want to go. And also be mindful of when we're setting an intention in the direction that we don't want to go. And what better person to have this conversation with than Lynn McTaggart, the author of The Intention Experiment, and much more. Lynn, thank you for joining us here today. Um, I, please, let's give out your website one more time. And then I would love to share or for you to help us with uh, what I referred to earlier about that peak intensity. What does it mean and what can we help people do today? Okay. Our, our websites are, and there are two of them, are for joining the intention experiment. It's www.theintentionexperiment.com. For joining us on our last uh, weekend Living the Field workshop it, at Cape Cod on Halloween weekend, it's www.theintentionworkshops.com. 
And um, we'll, you know, please do sign up for our intention experiments and please visit our, our, our intention workshops uh, site just to find out about our last weekend Halloween at the beach and learning how to live with intention. And this is something right now, Lynn, that we need. Um, I know for many of us, and, and you know, I just shared, you know, a, a little story about, you know, sort of the place that we could go, places that we don't even know we're going. But you have, not only in your workshops, your book as well, you talk about peak intensity. Could you let our listeners know what is meant by that and why it's so important? Okay, well... To try to find out how intention works, I interviewed a lot of intention masters, Qigong masters, master healers, Buddhist monks, people like that, and tried to distill from them um, some key points and to, to forget the differences, because all of them have peculiarities, but to look at what commonalities they had and to try to distill that into a simple program people could follow. So I did that, and I found that in almost every discipline, they use a very focused mind state. They get into a, a state of very sort of very high energy. Now, <clears throat> I was looking at some studies of Buddhist monks when they were able to perform a lot of feats, like changing their body temperature by 20 degrees, say. Um, and these Buddhist monks were monitored by scientists to see what was going on with their brains. And they found out that at the moment of this sort of fierce intention, their brainwaves weren't slowing down. They were speeding up to something far faster than ordinary waking consciousness. They were in this state of peak intensity, you know, where they were highly, highly focused uh, and highly, highly in the moment. So a lot of what I try to teach in my workshops and in my books is about getting very, very focused, <clears throat> learning how to focus with all of your five senses in the moment and, um, <clears throat> and just staying very, very present. And as I say, attending with every, to the moment with every pore of your body. And that really in itself is, is very, very significant for all of us. Um, we know when we're paying attention and being in the present moment. We also know when we're not. Uh, I mean, and when I say we know it, um, there is a chatter that goes on, Lynn. And you know the, the mind chatter I'm talking about. Uh, I think all of us have had it. Uh, and, and truly... There is a way that you help us learn how to stop that chatter. I mean, in, in what you do and the work that you've done and the people that you've been in front of, do you find that stopping that chatter perhaps is probably, is, is that the most challenging, challenging thing that people are dealing with right now in terms of setting intention? Oh, I think it's the most challenging thing for everybody. Um, you know, we are we are built in with a you know automatic feedback mechanism that constantly comments to us on the nature of the world. So we've got you know it's like a bad B movie or a bad radio show or something like that that's just constantly in our head, constantly commenting on it on life, and that's what we hear all the time in our head, and it's just constantly you know. Look at how you muffed that one. Or, God, I hate that person's hair. Or whatever. It just goes on and on and on. And so silencing that bad chatter is really tough for most people. So one of the things we practice is just getting, not only starting with meditation 
And anything to bring you into meditation can work, from a mantra to a tone to just following your breath. Um, But then we start working on developing a means of staying in all, becoming aware of and staying in all of your five senses. So you're just learning how to really be with every five sense, you know, with every one of your senses. Now, we don't normally do that. We're, We're ignoring it because of the because of the bad chatter. Um, so getting into your senses, you start really getting in the, the moment. The moment is filled with smells and touch and taste and all kinds of sensations. So getting into that helps us to, to really learn about peak intensity. And you know, the whole reason for doing this is getting into a very focused state of mind so that when you do set the intention, you are really, really focused on it. You know, Lynn, this is uh, the work that you do is is it truly is revolutionary. And I love the fact that, you know, you are bridging science and spirituality. There's no question. I mean, you're literally doing that. Do you get surprised? Do you get surprised? I mean, this is uh, this is what I love. You get to see so many things. I mean, people that are blind being healed. I mean, does it still surprise you or have you gotten to the place where you expect miracles? No, it surprises me every time. Because, you know, I don't purport to completely understand this, Um, (laughs) particularly with the small group intention. I think it has something to do with connection. But it just started when we started running our workshops. We decided to just start running, you know, healing. And we wanted a little feedback to see how people were. And there was this an hour and a half of feedback of people who had been healed. And we were kind of stunned by this because, you know, as I call it an experiment, so it is. We're experimenting with the power of intention and finding out how powerful this is. And so I went away from that thinking, oh, my goodness, the work that's unfolding, just the groups on the websites and what's happening with them is also another kind of unfolding that is teaching me as much as I suppose I am teaching others. So I'm learning I'm learning from the people who are the readers, basically. I'm learning from my readers, and I'm stunned all the time. I come away from every workshop utterly just just overwhelmed by what went on. And, well, I, I, you know, I'm happy to say so to the, so to the attendees. This is, for me, I, I love this, because, Lynn, all of this really provides what I call hope in action. It, it gives people an opportunity to tune in to what's going on inside, not necessarily what's going on the outside, and power up and set an intention that will create the lives that each and every one of us desire. Uh, Lynn, this has been a fabulous conversation, a great show. I want to give you an opportunity to share your personal message with our listeners today. I am so looking forward to seeing uh, how this all unfolds, but more importantly, how the listeners will be able to change their lives, not tomorrow, but now. So would you share your personal message for everyone? Not to get discouraged and totally disheartened by what's going on in in the economy. This is just an evolution, um, and it's going to provide a revolution. You know, it is the end of the solitary life in a way. It's it's the end of the me generation. It's the end of get rich quick and eat or be eaten. I think this is the dawning of a new age, and I think we're moving into this new age, this new paradigm, and it's an age of community. And what I'm seeing is the power of this community, whether it's in a group of eight people 
or it's in uh, in the entire United States, is much more powerful than the power of the individual. And that this kind of community is going to bring us back, the kind of communities that other cultures have, have had, and bring much more lasting happiness, joy, and abundance than the me generation. So I think we have to look on what's going on as a really good thing and something that's a really important evolution and that's something that's going to lead to a much, much better society. Lynn McTaggart, what a powerful message. Thank you so much for joining us here today. TheIntentionExperiment.com is the website. For those of you on the East Coast, don't forget to check out this fabulous, fabulous, fabulous workshop on October 31st. From the Dr. Pat Show, set your intention and live life full out. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Oh.